1: Well, hello, friends. Welcome to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. My name is Mike Lee, the Director of Local Ministries here at True Talk 800, KPDQ, and The Fish. Speaking of which, my dear friend Morgan Smith from 104.1 The Fish is going to be at the Winning Marriages 5K, 10K Run and Walk. It's coming up Saturday, June 21st. Winningmarriages.org is the website. If you'd like to join them, they'll be at Salmon Creek in Vancouver, And coming up on June 22nd in Salem, Morningstar Community Church is moving its Saturday night service to Sunday night. So what used to be Saturday at 6.15 becomes Sunday at 5.15. Our very special guest in the studio today is an expert on the real estate business named Aaron Ryan. Aaron is the operating principal and principal real estate broker at the Ryan Group Real Estate. And that's Ryan spelled with an I, -I R-I-A-N. They're located on Southwest Barber Boulevard in Portland, and they also have offices in Salem and Vancouver. So welcome, Aaron. Thanks for coming in today. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Mike? I'm doing great. Good to have you aboard, uh, and thank you for joining the KPDQ family. Now, this isn't your first time on the radio, is it? It is not. We've been uh, doing radio for a number of years. Have you enjoyed it? Do you enjoy just being in an incredibly different place? Medium than what you're used to in real estate, in person, on a daily basis.
2: You know it is. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, I get to meet a lot of interesting people, a lot of interesting personalities, and uh, it's a great uh, a great tool to be able to get our message out there.
1: And one of those people that you spoke with was Georgina earlier this week, right?
2: It was Georgine Rice. She's uh, absolutely fantastic.
1: So, what are some of the Favorite things that you like about the Ryan Group Real Estate? You're not like a lot of other real estate agencies that people might stereotypically
2: think of when they hear the words real estate. Well, I think that you know, there's a, a number of things that really set us apart, you know, when uh, when it comes to real estate and the way that we run our business on uh, on a daily basis, Mike. Um, you know, one is really you know the the results that we try to achieve for our clients. So. Um, I would say, you know, one, one program that we have that that's, you know, worked really well for our clients is our, our guaranteed sale program where, you know, we really put our money where our mouth is when it comes to the performance of, you know, our team and and our company. So, uh, if we can't sell your home in 59 days or less, we'll buy it guaranteed. Um, you know, we get good results for our clients. I mean, so far this year in 2014, our homes are averaging, you know, 16 days on the market and. Over ninety-eight percent of the list price to our to our clients on average. So these are good numbers. They're Is this a,
1: numbers. a sign of the climate overall when it comes to the economy and being a sellers versus a
2: buyer's market? You know, definitely the uh, the economy and the the housing market are definitely getting better. Um, we're seeing values come back. You know, they're starting to uh, gain rather than lose that they that they've done over the last uh, several years and. Uh, things in general are just, just really coming back, I mean, really depending on the price point that you're in. Um, but, you know, for the standard house, you know, uh, anywhere from 100000 to $400,000, it's a very strong seller's market right now. So speaking of the market, what general areas does the Ryan Group work in most? Sure. Well, we cover the entire state of Oregon. You know, we have people all over the state to, to cover the needs of our clients in southwest Washington. Uh, Our corporate office is based right here in in good old Portland, Um, but, you know, we really cover, you know, the entire state and also Southwest Washington.
1: And what are some of your favorite areas to go to? Are there some areas or cities, I don't know, maybe something along the coast that is your sleeper pick for the next big area that people might want to consider
2: if they're looking at homes right now? Oh, sure, sure. Well, you know, I mean, being a real estate junkie like myself, I mean, there's great uh, great neighborhoods and great areas, you know, all over Oregon. But if I had to name or, or predict, you know, kind of the next hot spot, you know, it would probably be out at the Oregon coast, uh, Pacific City. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever been there or not, Mike. You know, um, I was there with the kids a few
1: months ago, and there's this big, huge sand dune. It took me oh, yeah. embarrassingly long <laughs> to climb up. So naturally, my little kids are up there in, in a flashing... Okay, Daddy's taking a rest. (sighs) And I'm huffing and puffing, but it was absolutely stunning out there. And we must have picked the perfect day to go, Aaron, because it had a great, beautiful, haunting, eerie fog. The kind that you're used to seeing in Cannon Beach, for instance. And then we got there, the sun burnt through and burnt it off, and it was just a stunning, gorgeous day at the beach. I loved
2: the one time I was in
1: Pacific City.
2: Yeah, well, they say Pacific City is going to be – the next cannon beach so with all the development and you know having the fantastic uh you know the pelican pub down there i mean that's a big attraction for you know for that community and uh just the the growing housing population you know that's that's a prediction right now mike so where are most of these people employed that are going to live in pacific city i'm sure. curious that's that's a good question um a lot of people have second homes down there you know the the coastal community overall, is a large second home uh, second home community so a lot of people work in portland a lot of people work in seattle you know and, and have second homes at the uh on the oregon coast so am i correct in my thought that the ryan group generally deals with a a higher ticket clientele than most you know we do we we specialize in you know higher higher value homes but you know, we really service any type of property, you know, um, whether that be a multifamily unit or, you know, a condo or, you know, first time home buyer, you know, we really have opened up our product offerings. And, you know, we've really made it our goal to be able to service, you know, anybody for their for their real estate needs. So you're in an elevator
1: okay. and someone meets you. Oh, hey, how's it going? I'm fine. Where are you doing? And um, what's your elevator pitch? You've got 30 seconds to catch someone's attention. And from the... Thirty thousand
2: foot view up top. What is the Ryan Group? Sure, the Ryan Group is a full service real estate brokerage that works twenty four seven to help you know a buyer and seller accomplish their financial and real estate goals uh, as it pertains to real estate. That sounds pretty good. I'm sure you've done this a lot, haven't you? Uh well, you know, once or twice, just once or twice. Huh? Yeah.
1: So tell us. Uh, it- Besides Pacific City, sure. are there any other areas that we may have relatives or older people that are in our families or loved ones that we should say don't sell quite yet? You might want to see the uh, the market expand before you just
2: get rid of your home because it's building up. Any place else besides Pacific City? Sure. Well, I mean, I think that there's a lot of booming communities around Portland, um, you know, namely – you know, on both sides of the river, I mean, west side and east side, there's fantastic communities on both. Um, you know, in, in the, on the west side of the river, you know, you're talking your Lake Oswego, um, you know, West Lynn, um, some of those areas. You know, Selwood is another, mm-hmm. you know, up and booming area. A lot of little neighborhoods out in northeast, you know, are, are appreciating at a pretty high rate. Laurelhurst, Alameda, Beaumont, you know, some of the Ir- Irvington Uh, Those are some areas that are doing absolutely fantastic.
1: And are there any advantages if you had a Portland job, for instance, of living on the Vancouver side? What are your thoughts about the Vancouver
2: area overall? Sure. Well, I know that we have a lot of clients that uh, work in Portland and, and live over in Vancouver for the tax savings. You know, I mean, that's probably one of the biggest things that uh, that I hear, I mean, as far as advantage-wise. Not to mention, I mean, from a real estate perspective, um, the fact that you can buy so much more for the money, you know, over there in, in Vancouver. Uh, We're across the river quite a bit, you know, just because, you know, people have realized that, you know, if they want to save some money and they want to get a bigger house and they want uh, some extra bedrooms or square footage for the family that they can buy in Vancouver and in one of the nice neighborhoods and and get everything they need.
1: When we return with Aaron Ryan, who tweets at Aaron Ryan with an I. And who has a Facebook page, The Ryan Group. You can also check out a great website at theryangroup.com. And you can give him a call at 503-343-1666. More about Aaron Ryan, the man, next on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Aaron Ryan is our special guest on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. He is the operating principal at The Ryan Group Real Estate. Ryan is spelled R I A N. And you can find more great info on their website, theryangroup.com. So, Aaron, let me ask you, what's the different percentages of where the Ryan Group does its real estate for the
2: most part? I mean, the large majority of our our transactions take place in the Portland and Vancouver market. Um, You know, we do quite a bit down there in the Willamette Valley, down there in Salem. Um, You know, also, you know, Central Oregon Bend, um, also the Oregon Coast. Um, so, you know, but I would say the heart of our business is the Portland, Vancouver, Salem markets, and then, uh, you know, the rest of Oregon and Southwest Washington. So you mentioned Pacific city on the coast is a great
1: place to look into a home, whether it's a first or a second home in that case, are there any other sleeper towns in the state or maybe Southwest Washington that you think people
2: might catch on to? I got to tell you one area that's coming back, that's a, Fun place to go in the winter or even the summertime uh, that is really, really coming back strong is that Bend Sun River Market. Mm. Um, Great place. Have you ever been to Sun River, Mike? Uh, Bend, yes, Sun River. I haven't gotten into it yet. You have not. You got to go down there and check out the shark. That's the uh, new uh, community development with all the pools and and all that good stuff down there. It's a fantastic place to go in, in Sun River um, but that that market's coming back and coming back strong. You can still buy a home out there um, at a pretty good discount, and you know right now they're seeing the values come up and up and up. And you know if it's a if 2005 and six was any indication of what that uh, Central Oregon market is is capable of doing, it's it's definitely going to be one of the places I would recommend somebody buy in now. So
1: Aaron, you're an expert in the area in the state. What's your opinion on the tale that the best doctors in the state can actually be found in Bend. Do you think there's any truth
2: to that? Do I think that there's any truth to... The, I'm sorry. Say the, that
1: the rumor that the best doctors and medical facilities can actually be found in Bend because that's where the doctors want to be compared yeah. to, say, Portland or Salem. I gotcha. Uh,
2: well, you know, I don't know if there's any truth to that, but um, I mean, I have a lot of doctor and, and surgeon clients uh, around the Portland and, and Vancouver metro area and um you know i know a lot of them are at the top of their games so i don't necessarily know if they all go down there to bend to go play golf or not but uh there's a lot a lot of good ones up here in portland so and that's good to know yeah so have you been in the portland market all of your life or what you know i grew up in uh in beaverton so i grew up out there in the uh the beaverton uh, area and just stayed here you know my whole life i've lived in uh Northwest Portland, downtown Portland, uh, Tigard, Beaverton. So, uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a Portland native Oregonian. Very nice. Tell us about your family life and growing up. Sure, we grew up uh, over there, like I said, in, in Beaverton. Um, I have one other sister, who's you know absolutely fantastic. Um, she got married a couple of years ago, and I, in fact, we just had the first niece in our family. So, oh, congratulations! Six... Yeah, great. Thank you. She's uh, I think she's six seven months old. Absolutely beautiful. Um, and then uh, my parents actually still live out there in uh, in good old Cooper Mountain, out there in Beaverton. Very nice. So tell us about growing up. Well, growing up, I uh, you know went to went to high school over at uh, Aloha High School um you know grew up in the area played what some is that the
1: rainbow warriors
2: what's that are they the rainbow warriors <laughs> is that is that the team name it's the uh the Aloha warriors the Aloha warriors yeah yeah. Very good. yeah yeah we uh have had some recent success with our uh, high school football program out there
1: oh congratulations we, yeah now,
2: now, did that start with you you know it absolutely did not <laughs> it was more along the lines of the great thomas tyner uh who's now the oregon ducks running back uh he really took the uh took the program to the next level and uh you know, I know all of us, uh, all of us warriors. You know, warriors alum are, are definitely proud of them. It's a great school. Uh, we did a, an event over there. It was with
1: Love Inc. Beaverton, and it was a a free backpack giveaway day and food and fun. And uh, there's a group at Calvary Chapel Portland called Sold Out for Teens, okay, and they were giving away the sweetest, hottest, brand new Nikes. To kids for free, but they're, wow. these things were they were sweeter than anything my kids will ever put on their feet. I'm like, <laughs> wow, they really hooked them up. All that happened at Aloha High School, so I'm a big wow. fan of the area as a result of that. That's great.
2: So, did you like growing up in Aloha, Beaverton area? You know, I I did. I mean, it's great family community. uh Lots of families, lots of kids. um You know, great school system out there. um Yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely loved it. I mean, of course, I go back there. At least once a week to visit uh, mom and dad, and you know, I, I you know, I enjoy it. I, I really do like the community. I love the community. Okay, did they bring it to church growing up? They did, actually. Uh, growing up, we went uh, to Beaverton Foursquare Church, and um, yeah, so that's that's where we went. So, what are some of your fondest memories or messages that you took from growing up at Beaverton Foursquare? Uh, Well, I mean, just the relationships, you know, from, uh, you know, from other families, you know, I mean, shoot, I I have some of my strongest relationships, you know, personal relationships with people, um, you know, that we met through through the church. And, you know, I mean, it's just a great amazing place to meet a lot of really good people
1: it's a great community it is it absolutely is mike good to see that so uh what happened after uh, aloha high
2: school what did you do after that went to went to college went to portland state um got into the real estate business um started uh doing some developing some flipping of properties some remodeling of properties um Started brokering real estate, and uh, you know, eventually started my own brokerage, and then uh, here I sit today. That's
1: great. Well, well, as as from one Asian to another, it's like (laughs) I have no idea how old you are. We're really tough to tell until we start losing our hair, (laughs) and then they stop proofing us at Albertsons after that, and they stop telling us how young we look, (laughs) and they just kind of oh yeah, keep keep going. Here you go. Here's your bags, paper or plastic. Yeah, but I'm okay with that now. Sure. (laughs) So. Tell us about being in different aspects of real estate, how you decided, uh, first of all, that you wanted to go into it, mm-hmm. and
2: second of all, that you wanted to and were ready to launch your own company. Okay. Well, the first one's easy. You know, why did I want to go into to real estate? You know, if, you, if you're in the real estate business, you have to have a passion for wanting to help people and serve people at the highest level. Um, you know, that's, that's the first thing. I mean, you know, in, in our business, you know, we're, we're so lucky. I mean, this is the greatest business in the world because we get to be there, um, and help people achieve the largest financial goals typically for a family. You know, it's, it's the biggest purchase or the biggest sale that somebody's typically going to make in their lifetime. And they don't do it a whole bunch. You know, they, they do it usually on average two to three times in a lifetime, if, if even that. Um, so, you know, that's probably the most rewarding is getting to be there and participate in people's dreams and help them, you know, achieve not just their real estate goals, but a lot of times their financial goals. So did either of your parents steer you in this direction? You know, they, they didn't. I mean, early on, you know, I thought I was actually going to go to school to be an attorney. And uh well you're you, well spoken i could understand why. Well, I appreciate that. My i think my family, my parents especially thought that i was a pretty good uh arguer growing up. I put up some pretty <laughs> good arguments as a but child. My sister thought that too. You huh? know, i think she probably thinks that too. Um, you know, and and you know, i quickly decided that you know, law wasn't uh where i wanted to be and you know, i wanted to be in an industry where i could use a lot of those negotiation skills, a lot of the relationship uh skills that that i have and uh you know, be able to still participate in, you know, in major decisions for people. So did you have any Portland State mentors or professors or
1: fellow students that really gave you a moment to pause and say, you know
2: what, I want to do this. Real estate is my bag. You know, I I would say that probably the biggest kind of aha moment when I thought, you know, I, I really want to get into real estate was... Uh, while I was, you know, in, in my younger years, you know, I, I had met somebody who was extremely successful in the real estate brokerage business. And, you know, just watching him and hearing the stories of, you know, how he, you know, just... Got to really help people, you know, achieve their goals, and and he got to participate in, in some of the biggest decisions that a family's ever going to make. You know, that was kind of the aha moment I got. You know, just the uh, just the sense of accomplishment and the sense of um, you know just doing the right thing for families. You know, when he expressed that to me, that was kind of the aha moment when uh, I decided that law wasn't for me and that uh, you know real estate was was going to be the avenue.
1: So is Portland State a, a good educational opportunity to switch majors from one to field to the next?
2: Yeah, I, I, Portland State is, uh, you know, I mean, it's a great school. It's a business school. Um, you know, I, I was very, very fortunate to be able to go to school there and, and you know, get my educational background from there. And, um, you know, I would highly recommend it for anybody looking, especially to go into business. Um, you know, it's a it's a fantastic school. And
1: it seemed like the transition really wasn't that bad for you to, to go from law to real estate. So perhaps for people considering schools right now, yeah. you want to do something business-oriented, but you're not quite sure what. It, it Does it seem to you,
2: Aaron Ryan, that Portland State would be a good choice? Yeah, Portland State would be a, a fantastic choice. I mean, there's a lot of... In Oregon, I mean, in general, there's a lot of great universities and a lot of great schools. But, uh, yeah, Portland State's one of the best when it comes to business, for sure. So what was your favorite part about your college years? Um, you know, probably, you know, Portland State's a big commuter school. So, you know, you don't get the on-campus living and some of those experiences. But, again, I mean, the relationships that I built with, uh, you know, other students and, and faculty while I was there were just some of the ones that I cherished the most, even to this day. So can you tell us
1: briefly about going from this being in real estate to becoming the
2: Ryan group sure uh, well I mean I I, I was with uh, some larger you know national companies uh, prior to launching the the the, the Ryan group um, I had actually had my own brand the Ryan group while I was with some of those national brokerages and realized that you know I, I really wanted to take our company to the next level you know I wanted to focus more on our clientele and focus more on being able to provide the service and attention that clients need and deserve, you know, during this large of a transaction and, you know, not have to worry about, you know, the things that come along with, you know, a larger corporation, you know. Sure. There's a, there are pluses and minuses about working for a big company.
1: Absolutely. I'm sure. So has the transition been from employee to business owner? Has, has there
2: been a lot of, uh, Bumped in the road or adjustments for you to make? Sure. Well, I mean, growing up, you know, even throughout my my you know, my early business career, I had always invested in other businesses like restaurants and insurance companies and, and that kind of stuff. So I had a, a a pretty strong business background coming into uh the real estate business. Um but you know, there's always that challenge, you know, from being you know, the top sales guy and being the uh, the number one producer in an office to now being the guy in charge. I mean, it's always a challenge. You're taking on, you know, the responsibility of managing and mentoring people and still trying to get out there and, and make your sales every single day.
1: And here he is today. He is Aaron Ryan, spelled R-I-A-N. Check out more information on his website, theryangroup.com. More with Aaron Ryan next on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. His name is Aaron Ryan. It's spelled R-I-A-N of the Ryan Group Real Estate with an office on Southwest Barbara Boulevard here in Portland. Also offices in Vancouver and in Salem, although the Ryan Group deals with Oregon, all over the state, in addition to Southwest Washington. So Aaron, thanks for coming on and sharing your expertise with us today. I loved hearing about your experiences not only at Aloha High School but at Portland State. So tell us some what are some of the most satisfying clients that you've had at the ryan group the kind where you just got home at and saying wow thank god i was able to help this family I, I really like them how
2: cool is it i had a part in their chapter of life of the home they're going to live in for the foreseeable future sure well you know with thousands and thousands of clients you know there you always have that handful of uh of people that stick out in your mind mike and i got to tell you you know probably one of the most rewarding experiences that i ever had was uh back when the market was you know a little soft you know we'll just say that soft back in 2009 um i remember i had a family who you know they were struggling you know they they you know they had some great jobs when the market was good lost their jobs and struggled along the way and you know needed to sell their house and you know, we're quite frankly at risk of losing it and, you know, being able to step in and and get the home sold. I think, guys, you know, we sold their house in a week and, you know, they had a foreclosure date that was set out 30 days and they had three kids, um, you know, and we're basically facing not having a house to live in anymore. Um, being able to to get that job done and, and help them get out of that situation and into a home that they could, you know, feel safe and secure in, you know, was probably, you know, one of the main things that stick out in my mind. That's got to be a rush for you, huh? Not yeah. only making
1: the sale and yeah. the satisfaction of a job well done, but just knowing yeah. that you've helped people that without your help from the Ryan Group, perhaps it wouldn't have ended up so rosy. Absolutely. No, It was it's an amazing feeling, Mike. So with the economy being what it is and the job market being what it is, let's just say you've got some money saved up, you've been in your house for a while right now, and you're actually doing okay. What considerations should you take when a consider uh, when you think about what might be your next home?
2: Well, I think that, you know, if you're thinking about selling your house and, and buying a new home, you know, you wanna obviously look for, you know, not just somewhere that you, you know, you and your family wanna live in, but you know you want to look at your resale opportunities right i mean it's at the end of the day a house is somewhere that you want to live um but it has to be a good investment you know for for most people um so i, I would think that if you're considering making the move you know make sure that uh you know you're you're looking at a good resale area and something that's you know affordable on a so what trip. are the big factors to consider is school district one of them You know, school district, um, there's just certain areas that that tend to appreciate, you know, at a a higher rate than others. Uh, Schools definitely play a big part, Um, you know, and then there's also places like local employers, you know, where there's a large local, you know, employer base. So like, for instance, out in Hillsboro, Mm. Intel, you know, they're building the new plant out there and right along that area over there by that plant. Uh, the appreciation on homes out there have been phenomenal because people want to buy You know, who are coming in to work at that plant.
1: You know it has to be taken seriously if an area is building quickly enough that they build a new Kaiser Permanente out there. Yes. Because they're, they're foreseeing the growth. Absolutely. It's funny. One of my friends on the sales staff, Aaron, was telling me that he had bought a home temporarily in Tualatin, but too many of the housing... Uh, Districts around them skyrocketed. So he got stuck there because it was <laughs> such a better resale value. It didn't pay to leave and go elsewhere. Sure. So, do you see any other great towns on the rise besides Hillsboro?
2: Well, I think that, uh, you know, Northeast Portland, there's some areas out there, Northwest Portland, um, you know, especially in, in Northeast. I mean, there's some good pockets out there. Um, like I was saying earlier, you know, if you can get into Alameda, Irvington, um, Beaumont area, I mean those are fantastic. I mean the the West Hills, you know, over in Portland Heights, Forest Heights, uh the Bethany area, you know, those are those are fantastic areas. Nike's a big draw for uh that Bethany community out there and Intel also and Tektronix. So, um you know, those are those are some some booming areas for you. This is good to know. A lot more information is
1: found on the website theryangroup.com. Ryan is spelled with an i. And Aaron, can you tell us about any of the specifics that the Ryan Group really stands out in? Uh, Do you mostly deal with brand new homes, resales? Uh, Do you do any fixer-uppers? Do you have to deal with many people being foreclosed on like the previous
2: story you told me? Sure. You know, really, we deal with it all, you know, Mike. Um, New homes, resale is a a big market for us. I mean, we kind of have a specialty and um, you know, one of our big specialties are homes that were on the market previously with other brokers that couldn't successfully that get the job sell. done of selling them. Yeah, So maybe if you had a home on the market and it just
1: – you were going to take a loss and you decided you had to, to keep it, the Ryan Group might be
2: able to help you out more effectively than others have in the past. Can you tell us why? Well, I think we have a, a very solid marketing plan when it comes to those properties. I mean, we understand how to repackage and reposition a property back onto the market and get the right – You know, marketing and game plan behind it to reintroduce it to the market and find the right buyers for it. So, you mentioned earlier on in your career that one of your jobs was flipping homes. Now, do you feel that hands on experience really helps you out today with what you do with the Ryan Group? Sure. I think that any experience you can get in real estate, you know, when you get into the brokerage side of the business, um, you know, really can can help somebody out because you can, you know, attest a lot of times to the quality of the finishes, know what to look for uh, when it comes to, um, you know, property and, and quality of, of, you know, construction or, or finishes. So I definitely think that there's a, a leg up and, you know, uh, an advantage to, to having that knowledge.
1: Well, you're a sharp-dressed looking young man so uh, tell us <laughs> do you watch things like hd tv you know the house hunters and all the shows on tv with the twins and uh flip this house and things like that does, okay. does, does that turn you on or does that just grate on your nerves because reality is different from what they portray on on tv
2: i gotta tell you i'm a real estate uh a real i've been called a real estate nerd before mike why um, is that well because if you come over to my house um and you flip on my dvr about three-fourths of that are going to be HGTV and and some kind of real estate-related shows. And, you know, I mean, I think that they're great shows for entertainment value, but, you know, they're probably not the most realistic thing to to be watching if you're thinking about buying or selling real estate. It's a bit of entertainment more than information, right? It's
1: all about entertainment, yeah. Especially with the bickering couples, and <laughs> don't you ever want them to just
2: buy the worst house because you can't stand them after a while? You know, there's a lot of that on there. Um, I watched some of the, you know, the Property Brothers shows and the Flip This House shows, and yeah. So, so, what
1: are your favorites, and what do you find to be the most accurate, at least in the real world in Portland?
2: You know, I got to tell you, one of the one of my favorite shows. I don't, you know, I would say is Million Dollar Listing. Uh, it's on Bravo. Um, you know, it kind of gives you the. You know, the inside look at some pretty incredible, you know, homes in in L.A. and New York. And I think they're coming out with a Miami season now. So
1: these are crazy rich people homes
2: that that are on the show, right? Yeah, a lot of crazy rich people, a lot of celebrity homes. And it follows uh, usually three realtors per area that, that kind of specialize in that market. So is that your dream, to do the,
1: the, the incredible celebrity and
2: famous person type homes, or do you like just working with us regular people, or both? <laughs> you know, I, I work a lot even now with both. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, really, it, it's a lot different. You know, you get a lot different feel when you sell a house for, you know, just a, a family looking to, looking to achieve a dream compared to, you know, maybe a celebrity or an athlete client. So you've been in the game
1: long enough. You're probably desensitized by now. You don't really have that uh, star aura around people. If you meet someone who wants to, who's more famous who wants to sell their home,
2: do you? Sure. Uh, you lose that probably after the first couple times. You know, you learn that these guys and, and gals are you know normal people just like the rest of us. They put they, their
1: pant legs on one uh, at a time, just like us. Yeah. Right? <laughs> typically,
2: they just have more money tied up in their real estate than than the rest of us. So for those of us who might have relatives on
1: the older side in or approaching retirement that want to sell their homes, what's the least you would do to that house to spiff it up just a little to raise the resale value
2: without investing so much that you're going to take a loss? You know, that's a good question, Mike. Um, And a lot of people ask me that question all the time, right? Because when you go to sell your house, you know, it, it becomes a commodity. You want to invest as little as you possibly can to get the biggest return back out of it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, things like new paint, um, you know, looking at your competition. So that's where, you know, people like, you know, myself come into, um, you know, come into play and, and add a lot of value because we know a lot of times that local market and the things that you need to do to bring your home up to either current, you know, market standard or, you know, maybe a little bit above that to be able to command top dollar uh, in that local marketplace. So you know, things like paint, you know, flooring, um, you know, the main areas, as you know, I mean, everybody, you know, um, seems to seems to know this nowadays, but kitchens and bathrooms typically sell houses, right? So mm. countertops, um, you know, master bedrooms, that kind of stuff. So...
1: I've found over the years, a lot of our friends wanted to borrow a small table and two
2: chairs while they were showing their home off. Is that just a real estate thing or what? You know, I, it just, it really depends. I mean, you walk into some people's homes and they, they show absolutely fine. You know, there's not a lot of, you know, lot, not a lot of things needed from a staging perspective. Then there's some homes, you know, a lot of times you walk into a young bachelor's house and maybe they only have a couch and a big screen TV and, you know, the rest of the house is empty.
1: Okay, okay, so what are the what are the must have nots? Obviously, you got to pick up your your empty beer bottles from the floor and things sure. like that. For those of us who grow up in more of a uh, pack rat and hoarding mentality,
2: we really don't want to leave a lot out. We want closet doors closed, don't we? You know, you do surface areas. You want those clear, you know, cleaned off countertops. Make sure things are off the floors. Um, typically, put your pets, uh, you know, your pets' uh, toys away, and and you know, make sure you make your bed. And, um, you know, just the general common sense stuff. And what about the yard? Um, That's generally going to be a lot of people's first impression as they drive into your neighborhood, won't it? You know, the front yard is crucial. Make sure you mow your yard, especially often when you're on the market. Um, You know, edging it. Fresh bark, believe it or not, fresh bark for as inexpensive as it is really gives it a freshened up appearance on the outside.
1: Interesting housing tips from an interesting man. His name is Aaron Ryan. Ryan is spelled R-I-A-N. Check out more about his group, The Ryan Group Real Estate, on their website, theryangroup.com, or give him a call at 503-343-1666. He's also on Twitter at Aaron Ryan, with an I, and on Facebook under The Ryan Group, Portland Metro Real Estate. You're listening to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. You can spell Ryan with an I, -I R-I-A-N. Aaron Ryan is the principal real estate broker and the operating principal of the Ryan Group Real Estate office here in Southwest Barbara Boulevard in Portland, in addition to more offices in Vancouver and in Salem, not only dealing with the entire state of Oregon, but also Southwest Washington. It's nice to have a, a Beaverton native grow up and really serve the community like you have, Aaron. So. Thank you for coming in today.
2: I appreciate you having me today.
1: Oh, good times. Good times. Um, When Andy Schoffler, our sales executive, told me about you, I thought it was really interesting. So tell us about some of the people that the Ryan Group has helped along the years, whether it's small or big or
2: both in this instance. Sure. Um, Well, I mean, we've helped, you know, I can remember probably one of the smallest, you know, deals that we've done in a long time was, you know, as of recent, you know, it was a little $80,000 condo, you know, over in – There are still condos for that low price. You know, miss out on that one. (laughs) There are, and you know, they make great rentals for anybody out there looking for a a good investment. But um, yeah, you know, we sold an eighty thousand dollars condo for you know an elderly uh, gal that. Um, you know, was just needing to, believe it or not, just needing to downsize and, and get out of that place and, and be able to, you know, move into a more assisted living type situations. So, you know, that that probably was one of the smaller deals that we did. But, you know, I got to tell you, regardless of the deal size, I mean, the gratification on our end, I mean, it's it's not about, you know, dollar figures and it's not about you know, commissions and and a lot of the things that people think that real estate's about. You know, it's about relationships, and you know the relationship that we built with that gal. You know, for doing that deal for her. You know, is, is there's no price you can put on that. Um, you know, as far as the biggest deal, you know, that that we've done. I mean, we've done lots of lots of multi million dollar deals. Um, you know, I, I can remember. You know, one deal, and everybody thinks that just because somebody owns a $4 million or $5 million house that, you know, they have no financial worries in the entire world. But, you know, a lot of that those, uh, those bigger houses come with a lot bigger utility payments and a lot bigger, uh, um, you know, tax payments also. I'd hate to see the taxes <laughs> due on
1: a $5 million home. Of you course, know? if I could afford to live in one, I'm sure God would provide for that. But sure.
2: I can't even imagine that. Sure. You know, I mean, some of those situations, I mean, they're... They need to get out of those just as urgently as, you know, the person selling the hundred or two hundred thousand dollar house. And uh there's been, you know, quite a few situations, you know, that we've been able to help out with and, and be able to get those properties moved. Um typically, you know, we're selling a lot of those things or a lot of those big ticket dollar items to Buyers that come in internationally or even from you know outside of the Oregon market. So you know we have a a specialty you know national and international marketing program to really uh you know get maximum exposure for those properties.
1: Well, not only from the Ryan Group but from your past jobs as well. You seem to be really well connected, not just in the immediate area but all around.
2: You know I I really put a a high value on relationships, Mike. Um, You know I, I always try to really nurture. Uh, relationships, regardless of, you know, what what the benefit to me might be. And, you know, I take that very seriously. So, you know, I have. I've been able to keep a lot of really good connections with, you know, not just companies around town, but, um, you know, a lot of people in, in different markets and different countries. And, and yeah, I've I've been able to keep some good connections. So speaking
1: of your connections, you are a relational people person. Tell us about some of the people that you've worked with at the Ryan Group who work for you. And who've maybe been around and are invaluable to you over the years.
2: I got to tell you, Mike, I have, you know, and of course, you know, I might be a little biased, but I got to tell you, I have the best staff anybody could ever ask for. You know, everybody looks at, uh, at me and says, geez, you know, you do such a good job and you, you get these homes sold, you know, these homes sold so quickly and, you know, for so much money. But the truth is, is I wouldn't be able to do any of this stuff without, you know, my staff, you know, whether it's our marketing coordinators, you know, uh, sending out marketing pieces and, and, you know, working the the marketing end of things or, you know, administrative staff, you know, our team's operations manager, she, uh you know, she's just as dedicated as, you know, as I am, you know, into the, into the business. And, you know, it seems like, you know, there's not a day that goes by that she doesn't answer emails, whether that's, you know, 10 o'clock on a Saturday night or, you know, 9 a.m. on a, on a Sunday. Um, you know, I, I, the first agent I ever hired, you know, he actually still works on, you know, in our office. And how long ago was that? Oh, you know i should know this by by heart but you know i would think that we're probably going on 7 years together so you must be doing well
1: by him for him for him know, to have stuck with you for for 7 years or I so think right
2: that that's just the you know the the basic ways of treating people right treat others like you'd want to be treated and you know, I mean, you. I, I value, again, it just comes back to valuing relationships, and he is definitely somebody that I value.
1: That's a good golden rule philosophy. So do you have the players in place to allow you to, to do what you'd like to do best as a business owner? And so they, they take the other duties
2: and put them on their plates instead of yours. I would say absolutely. You know, I, I trust our staff and I trust – you know, the people that, that work in our organization, you know, with, without a doubt, you know. Um, I, I think that, you know, they really free my time up to be able to, you know, do the things that I love and, and, you know, do the things in the business that, you know, that I specialize in.
1: And considering what you've got on your DVR, obviously you are a real estate geek, okay, <laughs> but if you were able to turn off the real estate trigger in your head and your heart, what are your hobbies? What do you do on the, on the side? On a free Friday night, where's Aaron uh, Ryan
2: hanging out? Well, where's Aaron Ryan going to be this evening? You know, I love to try new restaurants around Portland. Ooh, you're so, a footie. You know, I, mm. I am a, a little bit. I, I do enjoy eating quite a bit. Um, You know, I enjoy spending time with my family, you know, honestly. I, I really do enjoy spending a lot of time with my family. And, you know, another big passion of mine, you know, there's two others, cars and then also traveling. This is a good time of
1: year for you, isn't it?
2: This is a great time of year for, for me. With you all know? the show
1: and shines going on, yes. weather getting warmer and sunnier. So. Absolutely. All
2: right. If nothing else mattered, where would you travel? If nothing else mattered, where would you travel? Time, money, business is fine. I got to tell you, you know, one of the reasons you don't see me traveling out of the country a lot is because. Of the cell phone, you know, I'm, I'm married to my cell phone. You know, this is a twenty four seven business, Mike, and well, that'll keep you uh, in,
1: in the continental U. S. to not
2: have to pay the extra rate. Right? I, I, I generally keep it to real short flights because you got to turn your cell phone off. But I would say Italy—that's one place I've always wanted to go since I've been a kid. Um, you know, and that is that is going to be one of the places that I got on my list. Interesting. Yeah, uh, Cheryl, our uh, business manager
1: has relatives in Italy, so she's gone there quite frequently. You got to see her pictures; they're absolutely stunning.
2: Oh, wow! So, as a foodie, are you more of a consumer or do you cook also? Oh, consumer, hundred percent. You know, it's I, I rarely uh, get myself into the into the kitchen. Okay, the kitchen's where you put your dirty dishes. That's right? exactly it. Right, give me your uh, as a
1: foodie, Aaron Ryan. Give us your sleeper picks for the next five restaurants you'd like to visit in the Portland
2: area. The next five restaurants that I would like to visit, well, you know, there's there's a handful of them. Um, you know, being half Thai, like I am, um, Pok Pok is an amazing restaurant. Have you ever eaten there, Mike? I have not. Pok Pok's an amazing place out there. I think it's on uh, Southeast Division on the 30th block, right around in there. Favorite dish at Pok uh, Pok is? Ch- uh, fish sauce, chicken wings, and sticky rice hmm those are delicious
1: and this from a man who's half thai so he's got a bit of authority all over the rest of
2: you foodies doesn't he you, <laughs> you know i i know a little bit about some thai food that is for sure um other other restaurants around town i mean i don't know if i could name five off the top of my head but i'll, I'll give you some some uh some favorites um tasty and sons great restaurant mm, uh that one great brunch there um andina if you like peruvian food They Mm. have some amazing, uh, amazing food, uh, food there. Um, You know, really, you can't go wrong in Portland. You know, you just you pick up the local uh, food and wine magazines, look through them and, you know, it's a great adventure. Favorite clam chowder? Do do you like clam chowder in the first place? You know, I love clam chowder. Um, I'm trying to think of the good clam chowder. I mean, Oregon Coast, you know, if you're going to go with clam chowder. Go pick a restaurant in the Oregon coast. Do you want to hear something crazy? Uh, We've got relatives in Lincoln
1: City, and one time we just got stuck in traffic. A long, hot day. So we stopped at what looked to be a dive. It's called the Otis Cafe right before – it's right by the the post office out there in the middle of nowhere. And yet there's a a long line of people outside of this not air-conditioned restaurant. And you know what? I have to say, that was my favorite clam chowder everywhere out of the oldest Cafe of all places. No kidding. And I like Moe's. I like going to Newport and things like sure. that. But it was the oldest Cafe. Okay. Go figure. He's obviously quite successful, not only in real estate, but in life. Beaverton, boy gone big. His name is Aaron Ryan with an I. Ah. You can find out more information about the Ryan Group real estate, on his website, theryangroup.com. Aaron Ryan, thanks so much for coming in today. God bless you and your family and your business. And thanks so much for coming on to Talk 800 and being another difference maker. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Mike.